everyone, and welcome to another episode of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, a podcast conversation with successful business owners who share their secrets of thriving in business while living with chronic illness. Here's Nancy Becker. Hey guys, welcome. I'm Nancy, the Chief Flying Pig Wrangler. Do you have a chronic illness? Do you need better systems to scale your company? Well, here at Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, we listen to conversations that reveal the tools and mindsets to make our businesses grow more easily. I know our guest today has some insight into that, so grab your pens and paper and get started taking notes. It's going to be good. Welcome, Nina Froer. Thank you so much, Nancy, for having me and for the opportunity to speak to your audience in particular. I'm really excited to learn more about you, what you do, and how you contribute to the small business world. So tell us a little bit about who is Nina. Well, I mean, the short version (laughs) is that I'm a New Yorker, transplant from Switzerland. I've been in New York for 33 years, and I run a small company called Clockwise Productions. We've been in business for over 25 years, and we help small businesses with their video marketing needs. And as you can imagine, in the last 25 years, that has shifted greatly. So today I support service-based businesses that are sort of in the 100,000 to 200,000 revenue uh, range that want to grow their business organically, mostly on LinkedIn. I talk a lot to my clients about easy and fun tools and sort of, you know, systems that you can put in place to make your video creation as super easy as humanly possible. So you can focus on great content and on being yourself and showing yourself to your clients the way you'll be when you actually work with them. And uh, that will attract your ideal clients. So you're saying words here that sing to my heart. Oh, good. I'm Uh, strategies and systems, you know, those are all things that we're all about here at Business Success Unlimited. And so I guess that's why we're talking. <laughs> something drew us together. I'll tell you that it's, it's, it's great. But I love the use of systems and, and processes in business, especially for people who have chronic illness. It becomes yep. difficult for them to do things in the way they used to do it. Yeah, yep. it's, it's like, and I talk about this all the time. I used to get up at 4.30 in the morning and I would work, work, work all day. I'd look at the clock, it's midnight. I'm going, well, I guess I probably ought to go to bed, but there's still so much more I want keep yes. want to do you know now it's like this morning the alarm clock went off at seven and I went uh-huh. <laughs> you know just five more minutes five more minutes so it it's difficult for us to always be up and energetic and excited about what we're doing and that's true for everybody but absolutely when, when you've got pains and aches and and all the kinds of issues that anybody has with chronic illness it's harder so let's talk about and video video now especially since covid we need video a lot of people are kicking and fighting and struggling but they're they're being pulled into the video world so how do you relate systems and video to working in small businesses good question so you know, I, I think, you know, there's there's sort of, there's three hangups that people have around video that I see from, from my point of view. One is that they're 
so mortified of the technical aspects of it that they don't even know where to start. And the second one is that they are, there's a lack of confidence of looking good enough, sounding smart enough, you know, everything that comes with that package. And then uh, thirdly, sort of the the question mark is, is video actually going to work for me or not? Like, if, 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 is, is there a return on investment that is measurable? Is it worth my time? Is it, you know, all that, all those questions, right? And to the first of these three pain points, I always say video is no, no different than writing an email or recording a voicemail. It's just something you do to communicate with others. It's just that video does it superbly well because it also connects you with the other person or people on an emotional level. It shows it shows people who they're going to be working with, which is why I work with service-based uh, business owners for like you know 99%. If you have some checks and balances in place, Video creating video can really be as simple as writing that email or leaving that voice message. So, I mean, you and I right now, and I know this is audio only, but you know, Nancy and I are on a Zoom call right now. This can be video, this can be something that you send to an editor and say, Hey, at this, this, and this moment, Nancy or Nina said something super smart, cut that out and make that into a little video. It could be just you opening up your browser and talking on Zoom to yourself about, you know, the things that you are brilliant at, what, what your area of genius is. So we, we all are doing video already. We just might not call it video, right? We're calling it Zoom calls. We're calling it FaceTime. We're calling it all sorts of different things. But essentially, it's all video content. So with little help from someone like me or, or just by self-learning, you can think about, okay, you know, how can I use video and how does it make sense for me to use video? And then it create a, a system around it where you basically have a checklist. I don't use my checklist anymore because I do it so much, but most of my clients, I, and I call them sexy workflows because the moment I talk about workflow, I see everybody's eyes glaze over and shut down. So I'm calling it sexy workflows because at least the word sexy perks them up again. But it really, video does not have to be a complicated, you know, five hours set up, 10 hour shoot day kind of affair. It can be really simple, simple, simple. And I, I spend most of my time with my clients on talking about strategy and great content, because that's really what you, what you want to do, because that is where you draw in people, not because it's beautifully lit or there is, I don't know, fancy graphics jumping all over you or something like that. Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking the number of times that somebody has wanted to have a phone call with me and it's like, I don't use my phone anymore for phone calls. Right. I use it for email. I use it for running my business, but I want to see you when I'm talking to you. So I go, well, let's just jump on a Zoom or let's do some FaceTime or something. And nobody really thinks anything about that. But when I say, okay, get ready, I'm going to do a live training and we're all going to be on video. It's like, oh, no, you know. But it's the same thing, right? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And, you know, I think we need to to get more comfortable. And for me, it's like, just jump in and do it. Yep. You know, yep. you may not be perfect. I, you know, I wasn't 
thank goodness this is audio because I wasn't ready for it today, but yeah. you know, at least we've, we're doing it and we're going to get a great program out of it and better to have done something than nothing at all. And yeah. I think that's what people need to understand is that just get out there and do it. And the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it. It's like you said, with your checklist. Yep. It gets easier. It really does. And, you know, I, I tell you when, you know, when I was 50 and started doing this and shifted my business, the last thing I wanted to do was be in front of the camera. Okay? I had an entire career being behind the camera, safely tucked away in a corner and very happy about it. And um, it, w- it wasn't, wasn't very comfortable, but I also knew that especially being a video marketer, I had to be, I had to do as I was teaching. And so I put myself in front of the camera and after the first session, which, you know, I totally overproduced it because, you know, I come from huge, big productions. I had to learn to really dumb it down to my laptop or my phone and I, and that's it. No microphone, no lights, just super simple. And after the first shoot, I, I went and had my first facial ever in my life. And I actually bought a 10 pack. That's how freaked out I was. I since have, I don't do the facials anymore. I discovered the Zoom, you know, the Zoom, make yourself look prettier. That's a wonderful button. (laughs) Oh, I love that button. You know, whenever I shoot something through another medium or with my phone, I'm like, woo, we're looking old. I'm like, no, 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 we're not looking old. Zoom makes you look younger. That's what it is. And you have gotten yourself to the point where you say, okay, I guess I have to start using videos. I guess it will get easier for me. What do you use them for? What does a business use a video for if it's not just for talking and communication? Right. So, I mean, yeah. So, so, so there's the videos that you can just, you know, send somebody a personal message. We're not talking about that. We're talking about videos that you put on your website or on social media to attract new clients. So to get prospects to look at you and go like, oh, look, Nina is not some weird, insane person. She sounds reasonable. She seems to be a total expert in her area. I find her personable. I find her simpatico. Let me book a call and see what she has to offer. Or let me look at her videos a little more. I live on LinkedIn. That's my platform of choice. And I think you you choose one platform and you just do it absolutely superbly well. Um, being on all platforms a little bit really people are way too distracted for that. So you really want to do one platform and do it really well. So my videos are all these fairly short, they could be shorter, I must admit, fairly short sort of one minute to a minute and a half tips or musing about something in the industry or I love creating series because with a series you can bulk produce them. So I sit down on a Sunday afternoon when it's nice and quiet and I'm like, okay, I'm doing a 10-part series on... I don't know, branding for video. And then just knock out 10 videos. They all look the same because I'm wearing the same outfit. I'm in the same haircut at that moment. And then I put those out over the next three months. And it's just a way for me to establish that I know what I'm talking about and for people to self-select them. If somebody just doesn't like me, just they just don't jive with me, they're never going to book a call with me. They're never going to waste their time with me or my time with them. So it's a wonderful self-selection tool. And I often have people compliment me on how homogenous and harmonious my groups are that I put together. Um, so I do a lot of learn, learning in, in group settings. You know, as much as I love to take the credit for it, 
I really want to give the credit to the videos I put out because again, it attracts a certain kind of person. And most likely if people are attracted to what I have to offer and how I show up, they will also be attracted to one another within the group. They're notable exceptions, but they're rare. A couple of things that you mentioned that I want to delve a little bit deeper into is the fact that your videos are one, one and a half minutes in length. Yep. And the other one is batching them. I think both of those are really important. With the first one, how does that, because I use LinkedIn a lot, but I'm also on Facebook. I don't know so much the algorithm on LinkedIn, but I know that on Facebook, if your video is less than three minutes, it's not even going to get picked up. So how do you get your videos to be picked up in the algorithms if they're only a minute in length? I guess the algorithm is different on LinkedIn than it is on Facebook. And on Facebook, I know that Facebook lives need to be at least five minutes. I'm not sure about natively uploaded video. I thought those should be really short as well. But again, I'm not a Facebook expert. I just do know my LinkedIn because that's what we do day in, day out. So on LinkedIn, uh, there's a, a gentleman I follow who does all the statistics, which I have, you know, I'm a creative. I have no interest in statistics whatsoever, unless I have to. And he just put out a a huge report. And it said that the most watched videos are between 45 and 60 seconds. That's super short. I don't know how you even get on one and do anything in that amount of time. (laughs) You know, it's all in the in the learning of how to do it right. But so for instance, just as an example, let's say you have a tip sheet that you give away for free to get people's um, emails, right? A lead magnet. A lot of us service providers have those and it's like, you know, I have Nina's top 10 tips to survive, you know, basic video marketing. Well, that is 10, if not 11 or even 12 videos right there. So one tip, one video. So you have 10 videos, then you do an introduction video, you do an outro video, and then the the videos become like, hi, this is Nina. Welcome to my tip number three. Tip number three is blah. If you learned something or you want to learn more, click on the link below and download the entire thing. And now you have a one minute or shorter video, which took you no time to shoot. You only have to memorize that one tip. And and that's a big thing, especially if I'm terrible with memorizing things. I'm just terrible, period. So I love my one tip videos because I have to remember that one thing I need to say, right? And I never, I used to in the beginning script videos and tried to learn them by heart. And I tried out those self selfie teleprompters and it was all one huge freaking nightmare. And (laughs) yes, I hate them too. You know, a professional teleprompter that is run by a professional teleprompter person is a wonderful thing, but those selfie things are, they never, because we don't speak all the time at the same speed, right? So anything that is longer than 15 seconds, you're going to get yourself into trouble. And the setup is going to take, by the time you're done setting it up, you have no energy left to shoot the damn video. So there's so many advantages to short videos. You can remember your name. You can remember to say hello, say your name, and say the tip series. You're probably going to remember that and the actual tip. And then you have a nice little outro, whatever it is. And that's it. That's a video. And that can easily be 45 to 60 seconds. I love it. I'm going to start doing that because I was trying to put up a a share a video for a program that I'm applying to on LinkedIn, a creatives program. Yep. And you had to put a video up on there and I'm going, 
I don't want to make a new video. Let me see if I've got one I can use, right? Right. Looking through all of my videos and I found perfect one. There you go. And I, but I shared it and they booted it back at me because it was like 10 minutes long. And I go, oh, wait a minute. I can only do 90 (laughs) seconds here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll do a new one. You know, but it was just, how the heck do you do that? So I am going to have to, my videos are anywhere from usually from six minutes to an hour or so, but the hours are training program. I was just going to say, I mean, there, there is appropriate lengths for for different delivery mechanisms. And I must tell you um, at the rare occasion that I do sign up for an online course, and then I go in and I see that the videos are all 45 minutes or longer. I'm, unless somebody holds a gun to my head, I'm not gonna engage with that course. So um, I'm, just, I'm just putting my signature course online as well. And my videos, there's none longer than seven, seven, maybe, maybe eight minutes. Um, just keep it short and snappy. Because, um, you know, most content can be broken down into, you know, into, again, one thought, one topic, one um, sort of unit and not cram it all into. Because I did a little research and I asked quite a few of my clients and friends. I'm like, would you rather have one 45 minute module per week? Or would you rather have whatever it's 45 is divided into five? Uh, what is that? Nine, nine, five minute videos. And everybody, there was not a single exception said they prefer nine, five minute videos. Interesting. Because it, it gives you also that sense of accomplishment if you get too knocked out, you know, and you go like, oh, I'm already, you know, a quarter into my, into my, my, you know, whatever homework for the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really good information. Did you guys write that down? <laughs> yes. Take notes. Take notes. Take, take notes. Absolutely. <laughs> That's important information. Other thing that you've been talking about that I think is very interesting and very important for my listeners. And you've said the word several times is energy. And when you're talking about doing, you know, a whole block and a Sunday afternoon, you do that because you're feeling good, you've got time, you want to get them done, and you do it. It's hard for people that have chronic illness to have a lot of energy. Yep. How, how do you deal with, I, I love the idea of batching things, but a batch yep. could be two. You know, it doesn't. I mean, anything that's not one is a batch, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and believe me, when I started, um, my batches were three at most, and then I was exhausted. So I've had my share of massive accidents that left me incapacitated and, and energy issues because of all the pain medication I was taking. You know, even if you do just three videos at once, that'll last you if you post one a week, then you're done. You nearly have a month worth of videos, right? So, and again, if you do them super short and pardon the background, I'm in New York city. So New York city is coming through the window. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I I wish I were there. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, for the most part, it's wonderful to be here. So, you know, batch batches is great because when you have, you know, it's, it's also starting up the editing I mean, the advantage of batch producing is not only that you only have to get ready because the energy is also, you know, doing your hair, doing your makeup. If you're, you know, um, um, 
so inclined to do makeup. And uh, th that is an energy expenditure as well. And setting up, even if your setup only takes five or 10 minutes, that is energy as well. So again, I love shooting on Sundays. It's a little quieter, the traffic, and I am quieter. And what you also can do is just shoot a video or two, walk away, take a break, and then come back and do another couple. Because you're not in the work day, you're not going to have to break down things. You can just leave it all up and, and take it in sections. Because having that energy and being present in front of the camera, it, it does take some energy. And I also want to say, and I always say this to my client, don't try to be somebody you're not on video. I mean, you don't want to be like crying into the soup, but at the same time, if you're working with your clients via Zoom or in a one-on-one -on -one setting, you want to be that person that they then get to meet when they actually are working with you. So all these video marketers or just people in general that I see that do this, these fake you know, dance moves and, and the pull the faces and we're like, hello, you know, that kind of stuff. Don't do that if that's not you, you know, so... If you are low key and mellow, that's fine. And I think, yes, smile <laughs> and be inviting, but be you. Because if you're not you, it's going to cost you way too much energy to keep it up on the long run. And when I say long run, and, and this is really what I focus on with the people I work with is be consistent with your video content. So don't go out and say, oh, I'm going to create a video every single day for the next year, and you know you won't be able to keep up that pace. It's so, you know, start with a video a week or even two videos a month and see how that feels. If that is, that is something that you can sustain. And then as practice comes, you might want to bump it up a bit. But if energy is a, is a consideration, then I would definitely, I would make a commitment to something consistent because something that is consistent can be measured and something that can be measured, you can make better and you can approve upon. Yeah. You know, I did a challenge a couple of years ago that was a video a day for 30 days. And, oh, yeah, I've done those. Yeah. And then I blew that horribly. And then for a while I said, well, part of my marketing is I'm going to do a Facebook Live every Tuesday afternoon. And I got through probably three months. I did really well for about three months. And then it just went right out the window. <laughs> so I think what you're saying is you have to also be realistic. You have to give yourself grace to know that, you know, you may not always be able to do things. And then if you can do these batches, then that alleviates a little bit of the problems because you've got videos that are already done. Yeah. And I think having a little stash of a library is really important because life happens, especially when you live with a chronic illness where there's days where you don't want to get or can't get out of bed, uh, where there might be some unexpected doctor appointments or whatever. And creating a little video library. And again, through batch producing, that's a great way to do it. And again, I mean, in the very beginning, when I started doing what I do now, which is about four years ago, I had no library. I had no videos. I had always only produced these really big videos for other people. And most of them were lock on the lock and key behind, you know, NDAs. I, you know, was a lot of pharma, a lot of financial 
what I started doing is that any conversation I had with a client or with a group of clients, I got their permission to record and use the recording. And I promised them that I was only going to use snippets where they sounded brilliant. And then in the beginning, I did it myself um, to teach myself editing. I got pretty quickly very smart and hired an editor because it's a lot faster and cheaper. And I would just send these Zoom recordings to an editor and say, Iris said something really smart at minute, about minute 20. Joe said something that was of interest at minute 40. And, and we would just cut out little tidbits out of these Zoom conversations. And it was brilliant because it was kind of like a, a client testimonial. It showed people how I ran my groups and how the groups interacted with one another. It gave me plenty of content. And I did that for a couple of months. And then I was set for the rest of the year if I had wanted to with amazing content that showed people how I work with my people and showed me in action, giving advice. And sometimes, you know, it was just me giving advice with seven heads sitting there nodding. That's great too, right? So um, there's so many great ways to get to good content or even have a friend interview you. If you're nervous about showing up, just ask a friend to give you a half hour tell them four or five questions you want them to ask you. And then you answer those questions for them as shortly and succinctly as you can, and then make that into videos. That is brilliant advice. That's really, really great. Once again, guys, take lots of notes. (laughs) (laughs) These are wonderful ideas and and make life in general so much easier for us when we're When all we want to do is really take a nap, you know, it's got these things right there. And believe it or not, our time is actually almost over with. So, Oh, dear. (laughs) That's when you have a good time. Time flying. This is amazing. As as the pigs do, yeah. That's right. (laughs) What have we not talked about that you think is really important and needs to be shared? You know, I think, you know, with the pandemic in general and with challenges, be it physical challenges that keep you at home or, you know, low energy that doesn't have you jumping around a city with with joy and abundance. Video really is your window to the world. No one will know the better, be the wiser or care what happens, you know, below like chest level. So if you can sit up straight and smile and be on a Zoom call... (laughs) As Nancy straightened up her first time. (laughs) Video can be is such an equalizer. It's not just an equalizer in terms of small businesses getting a voice. It's also an equalizer in you participating fully in what is out there and available to us small business owners when we're not running around. And especially since the pandemic, it is so okay to run your business 100% digitally and to not have to, you know, get on a plane, not have to run all over town uh, for in-person meetings, speeches, trainings, etc. So take advantage of that. That is a huge equalizer and a huge opportunity. And, you know, I had back surgery this summer. I was flat on my back, literally and figuratively for quite a few months and I kept running my business. And yes, I mean, a lot of naps in between and not always 100% comfortable, but I did. And that, that is the beauty of video and of Zoom and all that. I just, we're not going to quit just yet, guys, because I just had another question pop in. My head. 
I've been, I was thinking about this as while you're talking and I'm hearing voices saying, I'm so tired of Zoom calls. I'm so tired of doing these things on video. What do you say to them? <laughs> Tough shit. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. And, and, you know, it's, Zoom is just a mechanism. Think of Zoom as just a delivery mechanism. You're still connecting with people. You're still and and think flip flip it on the on its back. It's an opportunity. I have quite a few business owners I work with who've gone global in the pandemic. The pandemic and being on video only has opened up for them the opportunity to work with people they would have otherwise never ever have had access to. I've been able to run my business. So I'm originally from Switzerland. Um, since my dad died a couple of years ago, I spend a lot of time with my mother. If my business wasn't 100% digital, I couldn't be doing what I'm doing, which is spending pretty much half of my time in Switzerland. And no one is the wiser. I have a nice background. It's branded. No one knows whether, I mean, people who know me know whether I'm in New York or in Switzerland because I have a slightly different backdrop, but it doesn't matter. And that is the beauty of being on Zoom and Nothing's ever perfect. Do I miss going to meetings? Yes, I do. And seeing people in person, giving them a hug. Uh, at the same time, I also have expanded my reach greatly. And I can get in five meetings where before I could get in only one meeting a day. Yep, absolutely. That is a perfect way to end this conversation. Thank you so much, Nina. Nina, tell us how someone can get in touch with you if they want to learn how to use video better, if they want your help and support, what do they do? So, I mean, first of all, check me out on LinkedIn, uh, Nina Fareep. I live on LinkedIn. You can see how, how I present myself, what we do. What we do on LinkedIn is what we teach our clients. So I do as I say. And a great way to experience working with us is we have um, some, some free classes that we offer. And we have actually a, a, a mini video challenge coming up on, on our website and on LinkedIn. You will find links all over the place to book a call with me. And I will put the link. Um, I'll, I'll make sure Nancy has the, uh, the relevant links for all yeah, that. I absolutely do. So it'll be on the show notes. Be great. Thank you so much, Nina. I really appreciate this. I'm glad we made this happen. It's yes. wonderful information. And I know my listeners will really appreciate it. To wrap things up, guys, often after a podcast, people want to know more about some of the things that we do at Business Success Unlimited. And if you'd like to hop on a Zoom <laughs> or a phone, I'll take a phone call. <laughs> My contact information is also in the show notes, or you can email me at nancy at business success unlimited. Until then, guys, get out there, be productive, and soar higher. Take care, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.